Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, no interviews this week. Like I said last week, no interviews in the foreseeable future. No one's reached out to, you know, want to be a guest on the show. But if you're listening, you want to be a guest, feel free to reach out, you know? It ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Um, well, let's get on to this first topic. Um, I will keep the updates instead of, you know, doing the whole updates as uh, intro or whatever. I'll just have them be because I go on about them anyways as if they're their own topic uh, for as long as, you know, the topics are, you know, on here. So uh, might as well just keep them as their own topic. So I will have Elijah McLean updates um, later on in the episode. If you want to fast forward to all that, it will be in the description box below per usual with all the other topics and the timestamps. So fast forward to whatever topic you want. I don't I don't mind it at all. I appreciate it if you do listen to the entire episode. But, you know, you just want to hear my commentary on one or two specific topics go right ahead. You have that option, you know? Um, but this first topic here is about feminist. Yes. Once again, I'm going to talk about quote unquote feminist out here. Uh, white feminist to be exact. I'm going to specifically just focus on white women right now. Um, no, I ain't going to talk about praising snow bunnies and all this other stuff. I'm talking about white women who are feminist in the every sense of the word when people have negative uh, negative mindsets about feminism or what it means to be a feminist. Someone who's straight up hypocrite, um, a straight up liar, someone who doesn't really believe in the uh, the fight for or just equality in general between women and men or the fight for equality between women and men um and it seems as though there's always an excuse for you know why they aren't holding women to the same standards um that they are holding men you know um the problem isn't them holding men to a standard that should that everybody should be held to the problem is you have these white women who want to turn around and blame the men who are conducted in these low standard behaviors such as a Jeffrey Epstein being a fucking pedophile and 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 Donald Trump and a lot of these other politicians, a lot of other Hollywood actors, famous people in general, who 
are a part of this whole Epstein thing, right? Or had anything to do with this pedophile ring um, that is attached to Epstein's name. Um, And I put it that way because, sure, he is a part of it. No, there's no doubt in that. But I don't think he is the figurehead as much as everybody is making him out to be. He was just the one who got caught first. And because he got caught first and he was able, he was going to tell. And then he initially got killed for that. You know, he didn't kill himself. He initially got killed for that. They said, how do we make this look like this is all him and nobody else? Well, let's attach his name to it. Let's call it the Jeffrey Epstein uh, child sets slavery um, ring and not, you know, this person's ring, that person's ring. So it's what they did. Um, Again, I'm not... there's no way in hell am I, am I exonerating Jeffrey and saying he had nothing to do with all of this. He did. But I don't think he is the ringleader as much people think he is. I think, I forget this dude's name. His name's slipping my mind right now. Morning time. And I'm always going to blame my mind slips on the morning and being it being early when I do these recordings, of course. But, uh, um... Yeah, it, it was someone else who was more so the, the upfront. Um, rather than Epstein. Epstein literally was just like a middleman. He was just like a a secretary almost, honestly. He was the one that people went to to book, you know, their pedophile meetings. You know what I'm saying? And he he did that. He was the ledger man or the middleman or the secretary. You know what I'm saying? The assistant. Whatever title you want to give to Epstein... He was that for this ring, but he was the one who got caught. He was the one who was going to tell on everybody. He was going to name names, implicate everybody. And I really do mean everybody. And they said, we got to make sure he don't implicate us. Therefore, boom, bada, boom. He's dead. Um, Let's make him make it look like he was the one in charge of all this. Boom, bada, boom. Put his name on. Anyways, long story short, his ex-girlfriend has just recently been arrested um, with her association in this situation. Um, Ex-girlfriend being a white woman and white feminist, instead of looking at her and saying, we are disgusted with you or twice as disgusted with you because you are one of us and what you did was you allowed this man Jeffrey Epstein and these other men in general these other people but you allow these people to um do what they did with little girls you know um also, these rings, they don't always just stop with little girls. It's not always with little girls. When these creeps, it, these creeps don't just stop at little girls. It's not just like a, a sexual uh, rapey bias against low, uh, you know, I guess preference for little girls. It's usually all uh, underage people, little girls and little boys. But, you know, the girls get the forefront because 
girls, women, uh, female humans in general are the leading statistics for rape victims. That's number one. And number two, people believe that only rape can happen to female humans. Therefore, that's why, you know, everybody's all up in arms about this situation because, uh, more most of the victims are indeed little girls but they they you know you you yeah that what i just said <laughs> you know um but anyways this woman um you know uh his ex i believe her name juliani or something like that um listen yo i i just found out about her i didn't know nothing about epstein other than um you know what he was involved with. I did not watch the documentaries about him um, simply because I knew it was all going to be bullshit. Unless there's at least one of the, I think there's about like maybe two, three I've heard of, right? There's that Netflix one that I know is just bullshit. There's another one, I believe, um, that I heard was the more credible one, but obviously because it's more credible, and then the Netflix one, and it's not on Netflix, it's less popular. You know what I'm saying? It's more the truer documentary compared to the one that was on Netflix. Um, so, I don't know which which, which one is... Uh, well, I know the Netflix one ain't shit, but I don't know if the other ones that I was hearing rumors about are as credible as people are saying they are. You know, maybe if someone reaches out and, and can can attest to them being credible um, and then share where I can find these these document, these credible documentaries, then sure, I will watch them. And then I won't share my thoughts on a podcast, but I'll watch them and you know, I'll let, you know, whoever shared them know my thoughts about them and stuff. And yeah, keep keep that ball rolling. But uh you know, I'm rambling a lot. It's 4th of July as I'm recording this or Independence Day, American Independence Day. I don't see myself doing shit. So I don't see that's why I'm not really rushing this podcast, to be honest with you. Um, and I had a lot more topics that I wanted to discuss on this podcast. But I figured, nah, let me the, the other two that I asked out. Um, I can talk about them literally. These are like, those are like anytime topics. And this first topic is somewhat of an anytime topic, but I really wanted to talk about it because I really enjoyed, uh, the title that I have for <laughs> this episode. And, you know, I really just, anytime I, I get the chance to call out, um, white feminism, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Haha. <laughs> but anyways, White women basically are excusing um, this woman and are looking the other way as they do when a white woman is guilty of some shit. Um, and of course, you know what they're the, who they are blaming patriarchy or men in general. Now, I'm not saying patriarchy isn't the blame for a lot of fucked up shit that happens in this world especially two women. I'm not saying men aren't the reason why every fucked up shit it happens to this world or at least 98.9998769% of what's fucked up in the world isn't at the hands of a man. But 
when there are instances when a woman is fucked up and she's doing wrong, when you have an organization like or a movement like feminism that says that women have free will just as much as men, but then turn around when a woman freely does some fucked up shit to other women or just fucked up shit in general and says, well, she had no control. She felt that she, she had to do it because she was surrounded by men or she had to do it because of her love for a man who was doing it. You know, people do crazy shit out of love. People do stupid shit out of love. I understand that. But this was complicit shit she was doing. If you read the documents about the shit that she did, her involvement within this situation, if if Epstein was the secretary, she was kind of like the secretary secretary, but on grounds, you know what I'm saying? Like if if an assistant had an, had an assistant and that assistant was more of the boots on the ground type of assistant where she would seek out the clients, you know, let's put it in, in, in those terms, right? She would seek out the clients. She would seek out the clients needs let's put out the the, that in those words and she would then report that back to epstein the secretary and then the secretary would book those clients and then he would then report back to whoever uh you know that was was booking it booking it and he would report back to the big boss and say this person's coming this person's coming this person's coming you know what i'm saying that's what, what she was to her ex-man, her ex-boyfriend, Jeffrey Epstein. You know what I'm saying? She she played a part in this as well. And yes, as I mentioned, people do crazy things, stupid things out of love. Yeah, I, I, I find it really hard to believe that as much as you're in love with somebody or you have a deep emotions for somebody, you are willing to put your own personal moral standards aside for that somebody. You know, if this woman was really morally against the what went down, you know what I'm saying? Like just rape in general and just everything that her boyfriend at the time and all his associates... Um, were 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 a part of if they she was really against all of that she would have stood her ground but she did she was complacent with it the same goes for men when they are silent about situations plaguing women or just plaguing people in general they can say, well, I'm all for women, I'm all for this, I'm all for that, I'm all for, you know, the safety of women. But then when you see a woman getting catcalled, you're not telling the dudes to chill the fuck out. You see a woman getting harassed, you don't feel the need to step in. It's okay to be scared, but at the same time, a small part of you doesn't see the issue that is going on as too bad of an issue if you don't feel the need to step in. If you don't feel the need to at least distance yourself from that type of behavior. 
And what I mean by distance yourself, but from that type of behavior, man, I'm not saying when you see a woman being harassed, when you see a woman in danger of a man or whatever, just walk the other way and create some type of distance from you, from, from, from her and the rest of the men or a, the man who is doing it. Uh, so you won't hear or see what's going on. I'm saying distance yourself from the behavior, meaning that do not associate with dudes who behave that way and you yourself do not behave that way toward women. You know, women, you, you, you all need to do the same thing. You can't scream feminism, your idea, white, white folks idea of feminism White women's idea of feminism is it, it, it just looks bitter as fuck. It just looks like you're really just jealous of of the white men that's in power. Because with their power, they're oppressing you as well. And instead of looking at yourself as someone who's oppressed by the white man and looking at everybody else who isn't a privileged white woman with white privilege, um, you, you you look at the white man and say, I want his position. I want to be the one. I want the keys to drive the oppressed mobile. Because white women know, no matter how fucked up white dudes are to them, they are still a lot more privileged than anybody else. They still have more access to everything than anybody else you know I'm not saying white women don't have it hard they don't have a struggle I should just say I'm not gonna say they don't have it hard cause I truly don't think they do unless they're poor and white obviously but in general if we're talking about a working class white woman or even a rich white woman shout out to Kim Kardashian them women don't have it hard. I'm sorry. They don't have it hard. They have a struggle that is apparent in sexism, in misogyny, patriarchy, but that's it. That's it. And these things will continue being problems. And it's not up to them. Let me not get it. Let me, when I say this next point, don't get it fucked up. It's not up to white women. It's not up to women. It's in, the, in, in general to end misogyny. It's up to men. But white women, y'all don't help the case that you claim to be against when you don't hold your own accountable. Quick to jump on Kobe Bryant over some fucking uh, rumors. Ignore the fact that the 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 victim's friends even said that the victim was a liar. That the victim did mention to them uh, that, or s- suppose a victim did mention to them that she was looking to set up an athlete possibly get pregnant or set up an athlete ignore all of that because you want to 
because you have a narrative to push. They're doing the same thing with uh, Epstein's ex. Ignore her involvement. Ignore all the other white women involved in this shit. And say, well, you know, they felt the pressure to do so. That's feminism. Women have power to do everything. They have just as much capability, brain power to do any and everything as a man does until they do something fucked up to other women and then it's all it's a man's fault and again to make it clear for the last time because if you ain't get it clear this time you asked out I'm not excusing the behavior of Epstein or any of the other men in this situation at all or men period when they do disgusting shit like this and other disgusting things But I'm not excusing the women either. Whether they're white, black, anything not white or black. Or a mixture of both. Or a mixture of not both. Or a mixture of one of them. I'm not excusing it, period. This girl is just as guilty, just as disgusting as Jeffrey Epstein. One could argue even more because this is a woman who should have looked out for her white sisters who were being tormented, enslaved, abused by these monsters in Hollyweird. But she didn't. She put her own personal gain from the situation over the over uh, those children and that is what white feminism is your girl Margaret Sanger said it the best she wanted black women to join the movement not because she gave a fuck about black women and black women's liberation but because she was so anti-men she was racist as fuck too but she was so anti-men that she wanted to split up the black family household she would rather have a white family household prosper with a man and a woman rather than see a black family household and other POC non-black POC don't think Margaret Sanger weren't thinking about y'all or talking about y'all either. At the end of the day, these white feminists, they're racist as fuck. At the end of the day, all they care about is they don't really care about the issues plaguing women. They don't really care about equality. They just want as much power as white men. That's what it really means. They either want to take the power away which I don't even think they truly want that. They don't really want white men to lose all their luster and lose all their power. Heck, look at all the white women who voted for Trump and made it public that they weren't voting for a sexist, rapist, grab him by the pussy pig like him. What they want is the same amount of power to oppress and abuse as white men. That's what they want. 
So when they say equality, that's what they want. Your girl Margaret Sanger said it. And I believe that was her name, right? Let me go double check before I sound stupid. Yeah, I was right. Just double check. I was right. It was Margaret Sanger. Oh, ugly ass. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that situation. We're going to get into the next topic. Stay tuned. Alright, so enough of the white women topics or talks for today's episode. Um, I'm here to talk about two sisters now. Two sisters who died for a country that gives no fucks about them, you know? Um, and when I mean by they died in a country um, fighting a battle for a country... That gives no fucks about them. I'm not talking about they died in war. Maybe against the war. uh, The war against patriarchy. Yeah. They're fighting that war. But we're not talking about the war in Iran. Iraq. uh, The war that America still is in. Till this day. We're not talking about that. We're talking about. A war between. Disgusting men in power. The abuse of that power. And women. I want to say rest in peace to Lavinia Johnson and Vanessa Julien. I believe is her last name. I'll discuss the matters of Lavinia's situation first. Share my thoughts on that, and then I'll discuss Vanessa's situation as well. I have the information pulled up over here. So, uh, Lavinia Johnson is a black woman who was murdered, raped and murdered. But her death was brutal suicide. Says here. Johnson's death was officially ruled a suicide by the Department of Defense. However, her father became suspicious when he saw her body in a funeral home and depicted and decided to investigate. The Army initially refused to release information, but did so under the Freedom of Information Act after representatives after Representative William Lacey Clay Jr. raised questions about it at the congressional hearings over Pat Tillman's death. The autopsy reported and photographs revealed Johnson had a broken nose, black eye, loose teeth, burns from a corrosive chemical on her genitals, and a gunshot wound that seemed inconsistent with suicide. Several reports have suspected that the chemical burns were to destroy DNA evidence of rape, bloody tooth, bloody footprints were discovered outside of her living quarters. And I'm in there. People. I know there's a lot of stupid ass people out there. But somebody who isn't a stupid motherfucker tell me 
Does all of what I just read sound like a suicide? This is, if, if this was suicide, this is suicide you see in a fucking movie or video game. Somebody did all of that to them before finally shooting themselves in the fucking head. When they could have just shot themselves in the fucking head to begin with. Also, I wanted to talk about or mention. It was ruled a suicide by the Department of Defense. People, these motherfucking organizations are not credible. They are bought off. They lie all the time. The 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 all the World Health Organization, the whatever organization you could think of, you that is backed by the Better Business Bureau. They lie too. Everybody lies, people. So. This is yet another example. This ain't the first. This is yet another example of these organizations lying. And yes, I, I, I applaud what the father did. You got to look into these information. You got to look into this stuff. Now. Lavinia, straight out of high school, went into the army. Fought for this country. Pretty convenient that I'm 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 recording this on the fourth of July. You know, there's a lot of people who consider themselves patriots of this country, America, who found it very disrespectful when Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem because in their eyes he was disrespecting the troops, the American troops, the American flag. And America in general by doing so. I've already debunked all that in, in, in past episodes. We don't need to discuss that again. But I do want to dissect and bring up the aspect, the hypocrisy that these people say when they say they give a fuck about all the troops or American troops. And let's let's not get it twisted, people. When I bring up the uh right-wing hypocrisy it's not because i'm like aha i got y'all y'all lied it's simply because i i, I want to bring up talking points that get other people thinking this is shit i've been new this is shit i already knew when i see a fucking conservative lie about shit or claim they care about shit i know they bullshitting but i bring it up because not everybody knows not everybody can can detect the bullshit. So I bring it up and I dis and dissect it and tell you and show you why it's bullshit. In hopes to educate those who may have not known. Okay, this is they're they're lying when they say they care about the troop troops. They're lying when they say they are pro life. They're lying when they say they're all about free speech. They're lying when they say they're pro-guns. They mean they're pro-guns when it's just white men and white women who have guns. And white women who have guns who are standing beside white men and pointing these guns at black people and brown people and non-white people, you know? It's not because I'm trying to be like, aha, I got y'all. That's a win. And I know a lot of people do that, though. 
I know a lot of people take these little small ass victories and that's uh, the problem with the left. One of the problems with the left really, but that's a problem with the left liberals. They take these small victories and they take these I gotcha moments and they think that's really doing something. These motherfuckers don't care. They don't care if they look stupid by contradicting themselves when they say they care about issues and then when situations happen to black and brown women or black and brown people, they are silent. Because they don't care. They just have the same fucking dumbass talking points. And think... I don't know what they think, but I know for a fact they don't care. So me bringing this situation up, me gonna me and a few bringing up Jillian, uh, Vanessa's, my bad, situations. Well, her last name is Jillian, but Vanessa Jillian's situation. It's not because I'm on here on some, aha, conservatives. Aha, I got y'all. It's because I know they're bullshitting, but I don't know if everybody knows. In fact, I, well, I do know everybody, uh, you know, I don't know who's listening. If the, if everybody who is listening understands this, everybody outside of myself listening to this podcast understands that they're bullshitting. So. If you look at this situation, you look at Vanessa Jillian's situation, you look at any other situation. Look at the situation where the cop tased the pregnant black woman and the baby died. Yet these folks had that woman got went and got an abortion, they would have said she is wrong and let's take away uh Planned Parenthood because uh defund Planned Parenthood but not defund the police. Um because Planned Parenthood kills babies, but so do cops. But you don't want to defund them. In fact, you don't even want to speak on a situation of a police officer killing a baby. They're going to bring up, they're going to dance around it. They're going to bring up, it wasn't the cop that killed the baby. It was the taser. And they, you know, that whole theory of guns don't kill people, which essentially it is the person behind the weapon doing, causing the harm, of course. But let's blame the individual. The cop killed the kid. That's like saying if the cop were to repeatedly punch and kick the woman's stomach and the baby dies. Well, it wasn't that it wasn't the person. It was the fist in the boots, nigga. What? But fist and boots don't kill people. The people attached to those fist and boots do. And also, do you want to blame it on a gun or do you, the weapon in general, or do you want to blame it on a person? Because when the mass shootings happen, y'all are the first ones to talk about how it ain't the gun; it's the individual. When we bring up the individual, it ain't the individual. It was the gun that did it. It was the weapon that did it. This is the 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 hypocrisy that I want you all to see when I bring up these situations. Once again, people, it is not to bring it up because I want to say, aha, I got y'all. I did that a long time ago. 
when I first started to notice they were uh the 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 Republicans and the conservatives and shit were hypocrites and liars. Now I'm like, let me just educate people on this bullshit. But this situation is disgusting and it's sad. There's no way in hell this woman committed suicide. There's no way in hell somebody can... Let me read as disgusting as it sounds. And trust me, I'm disgusted. I'm going to read y'all the shit again, what happened to this woman. There's no way in hell somebody commits suicide this way. Broken nose, black eye, loose teeth, burns to the vaginal... uh, to her genitals via a corrosive chemical. And the final blow, a gunshot wound to the head. And did all of this, wow, footsteps. <laughs> bloody, who, who was the bloody footsteps? Were they her, her footsteps? I know people going to say, well, you know, you never know. She maybe did all of that to herself, really, and then fuck that. Fuck that. This camera is everywhere. Especially on these fucking bases. So I know shit where it was, was, was you know, th- there's evidence of what went down. They're not going to display the shit. But I know there's evidence. But I'm going to put it right, say it right now. I do not believe for one second this woman did all of what I just read to y'all. To herself. Beautiful young woman. Shame. She and other women have to go through this crap in the fucking army. And that's another thing. And that's another point I want to bring up to y'all. This organization y'all respect so fucking much. Let monsters get away with this shit. And the organization I'm talking about is not the defense, uh, is not the Department of Defense. <laughs> I ain't talking about that. And heck, for once, I ain't even talking about the police departments. I'm talking about the U.S. Army. You know, the people that we have to celebrate all the time. And don't get it twisted. I don't disrespect troops at all. I'm very sympathetic to troops. I'm very thankful for the sacrifice they make. The decision they made. Every time I meet a troop or someone who mentions it, I make sure I let them know. Hey, I, I'm appreciative for what they did. I mean, y'all heard me say that when I talked to Sandal about her husband. I always let her know, yo, let your husband know I appreciate what he does or what he, he's doing. Because I genuinely feel that way. But that don't mean I'm going to stay silent when shit like this happens. And I'm not saying I'm placing the blame on Sindal's husband, on the other troops, former and current current troops that I know and have met. But I'm saying that this this organization covered up this situation right here. Just like how the police departments cover up the fuckery 
police department, uh, police officers do. It's disgusting. It's not right. And it deserves to be called out. So, uh, hopefully Lavinia gets the justice she deserves. Um, rest in peace to her. I want her family to get the justice they deserve. Um, I know they're they're still fighting this situation. Um, whoever did this to her, they better hope God has a uh, merciless hand in whatever happens with them. But I'm hoping God puts the boot, the hammer, the knife, the whip, the sh the sword down on them, to be honest with you. Now, on to Vanessa Gillian. Or, uh, yeah, Gillian, right? Um says here, 20-year-old U.S. Army soldier disappeared April 22nd of this year, earlier afternoon at Fort Hood, Texas, from the parking lot of her barracks where she was stationed with the 3rd Cavalry Regiment. By June, her disappearance had attracted national attention in the United States. On July 1st, a news conference at a news conference, her family reported that the body found near Fort Hood uh, was likely that of Vanessa Julianne, uh, but not confirmed. The main suspect in the case, Army Specialist Aaron David Robinson, had fled Fort Hood on June 30, on June 30th. And committed suicide on July 1st when he was discovered and approached by authorities in Killeen, Texas. As of July 3rd, yesterday, from when I'm recording this, of course, the FBI, the FBI was awaiting DNA results to confirm the remains found of Julian. So, there was a body found, basically, and it's suspected that it is this woman, Vanessa Julian. FBI is still waiting on the results to find out if it is indeed her or not, but the person who is guilty of her disappearance killed himself when he was approached by officers or yeah authorities officers or whatever you want to call it this is some more sad news i really 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 not to say that whoever's body that was that i'm like yeah fuck your body fuck your life we we care about vanessa but i really hope that if that is isn't Vanessa's body that she is still alive. 
I I want to at least get some good news from the from both of these tragic situations. You know? But uh this is another situation that's disgusting happening on American soil to American soldiers. The same American soldiers that you conservative patriots claim to love and care about. On the American soil that you claim to love and care about. Where y'all at in all this? Two young, beautiful soldiers are... Well, one is dead. One possibly could be dead. Either or, their life, both of these soldiers' lives were harmed. You can say that for a fact. If Vanessa's life isn't harmed, she would not be... Obviously, she wouldn't be missing now. And well, y'all know about Lavinia. I just told y'all about Lavinia. Her life was definitely harmed. If you still think she killed herself, I got a fucking mansion in the fucking sea I, 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 I can sell you right now. Hit me up. You love Ernest on Twitter, Instagram. I got a big ass mansion in the sea. In the sea. You could survive there and everything. Like you could breathe in there and everything. You could use electricity up, up and under there and everything. Wi-Fi, all that. In fact, that's where I'm recording this podcast. In the fucking sea. In my mansion in the sea. And I'm on to sell it to y'all because I have no ads on this podcast. Other than the one ad that you hear at the top of this podcast. And I need the money. So if you would truly believe Lavinia killed herself, I want you to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter once again and inquiry about this lustrous mansion that I am recording this podcast in under the sea. All right. Now back to the topic at hand. This situation right here, uh, I I saw the news report, Vanessa's family, heartbreaking as well to watch that. Um, I can only hope and pray that this woman is found alive and that whoever's body that was, first of all, if they're going to leave the body like that, I want justice for that person if that person isn't Vanessa. Because I feel as though that person was probably fucked up too. And I'm guessing that person was a woman because they suspect the body to be Vanessa's. Vanessa's a woman. So women in general, if you're listening to this, I want y'all to, especially women of color... If you're going to enlist in the army, please, 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 please know what you're getting into. Men, it's on y'all. As I mentioned in the previous topic, 
it is on us to fight against misogyny and patriarchy and all the other toxic bullshit that comes with it. It's not up to women to fight it alone. It's not up to them to end it. Women do need to protect themselves. Women do need to um, be cautious and aware. But they, that is not the only solution. In fact, that's not the the, um, bigger solution. The bigger solution is us men stepping the fuck up and not allowing this shit to happen. And you can say to the situation, yeah, maybe if men, if more men knew about the whole Lavinia situation or what happened with Vanessa, they would have stepped up. You don't know the whereabouts. You don't know if, you know, it was just one guy or, you know, a group of guys who, you know, were just the quote unquote bad apples, as y'all like to call it. And those bad apples got away with this because they did this secretly. You can say all that, and that may be the case. That doesn't dismiss what we need to do as men. That does not take away that if we do see situations, if there is a suspicious situation, if a woman does come to us and says, this happened to me, if a woman does express it, even if she doesn't come to us and expresses harm doing or you know, whatever is going on, we as men need to feel the need. We we as men need to protect them, whether we know them or not. Like with the whole Toyin situation, Toyin was raped before killed, sexually abused. She was vocal about it. And what did men who Protested beside her do? Not a damn thing. He didn't do a damn thing to protect this woman. Saying shit like, I'm going to pray for you, sis. Sitting and praying ain't, 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 ain't doing much. At least not without action. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mess up this quote because I'm not, you know, I'm not your Mr. Bible verse man, but I think it goes something along the lines where prayer without action is just like a wish or something like that. I think that's what it is. I might have get it, gotten it mixed up. I might have made that up, you know, inadvertently made that up. If not, give me my flowers for that quote. If that is the case, I mean, give me that, give me my flowers for that quote. But just sitting and praying for sis ain't going to do much. Yeah, you can pray. I'm not against prayer at all. Pray for sis. Pray for bro. But stand up and fight for sis. Just as much as you stand up and fight for brother. Stand up and protect, sis, just like you feel the need to protect, bruh. 
if sis makes it clear that she's in danger or she's in fear of her life, you give her a safe haven. Whether it be a safe place to stay, whether it be an outlet for her to to express her fear and protection. Above all of that, protection. I'm not... I'm blaming the men who did this to her. Lavinia and Vanessa. I'm blaming the people who did this to her. Unfortunately, Vanessa's abuser is dead because his punk ass killed himself. Which in this situation is a sign in a mission of guilt. Also, the fact that he ran away was a sign that he was trying to get away from what he did. Women be safe out there, but men, we got to do better. We got to do better at protecting our queens. Not just the queens that you're related to. Not just the queens that birthed you. And all you other folks out there, especially the brothers and sisters in arms. I'm going to need to see y'all go as hard as ever before for these two women. And other women and other people in general who are being abused in the army if it's all a brotherhood a sisterhood if it's all one no matter that all the fucking navy commercials you come together as one no matter your background no matter your race no matter you, you we come together as one lavinia needed all of y'all to come together vanessa needed all of y'all to come together Do better. Fellas, let's also do better. Alright, so the update on Elijah McClain. It's basically just some new information that I found out. You know, um, about the whole situation. Stemming from what um, I brought up and talked about last week. So, um, for those who don't know who Elijah McClain is, um, you can listen to, you can either listen to last week's episode and get educated on that, or you can listen to this week's, preferably listen to both, of course. Um, But uh, Elijah McClain is basically the 23-year-old young man who was killed by uh, three police officers and they said he looked suspicious. Well, the update on that is um, cops were called on Elijah simply because he was listening to music and he was 
basically jamming, dancing to the music, waving his hands, dancing to the music. Somebody called the cops on him and said, this black man looks suspicious, dancing to some music, basically. Um, Come get this nigger. The cops came and there's conflicting conflicting reports from both cops, two of the cops in this situation. One cop can be heard saying that Elijah did not grab for a gun. Elijah did not do anything wrong. Also, the person who called the cops made a statement saying Elijah did not look suspicious at all, which I will get on that person. Trust me, I'm going to get on it. Um, cause it, I, my, my, my disdain for that is the same or my mindset or what I got to say about that is the same situation that, uh, happened with George Floyd, right? Cops being called on him. And then the person who called the cops saying that he did not deserve to die. He did not deserve the treatment he got, but you called the cops on him. I, I'm going to get on that. I'm going to get on that motherfucker. Not the person with the George Floyd thing. Already did that. But I'm going to get on the motherfucker who called the cops on Elijah. But then said, had the nerve to come out and say Elijah doesn't deserve, didn't deserve the treatment he got. And he didn't look guilty at all. But the, there's a cop in one of the recordings. And I'm not going to play the recordings. You can listen to them yourself. I'm simply just not trying to go through all that trauma. But. Um, yep, I gotta protect my energy before your entertainment that it be like that. How about if you pay the nigga to be traumatic and shit and pay for a nigga therapy while you doing it, then um maybe I'll give y'all that luxury. But of as of now, nah. So and you can in the tapes you can hear a cop saying Elijah did nothing wrong. The cops fucked him up for no reason. Another tape, you hear uh, uh, the cop, another cop, there was three, s- claiming that Elijah tried to reach for his gun. Those are, uh, the, I believe that same cop said that when they were trying to pin Elijah to the ground, he was resisting arrest. He was trying to get the cop up off of him. Now, I don't know how y'all operate. But if I, me, I'm the type of person, if you're trying to force me down, I don't care what your job title is. I'm going to give you a struggle. Because obviously harm is being done and it's human instinct to want to fight back. If you are a fight or flight type of motherfucker. Or a fight instead of flight type of motherfucker. Again, I don't know how y'all operate, but a lot of y'all giving me flight vibes. And I ain't talking about flight the YouTuber. Shout out to him. He got good vibes. I'm talking about flight vibes as in you are the sit down and let yourself be abused type of person. But I'm not surprised seeing as the excuse people have for when cops do shit. I'm not surprised when people do not call out politicians who clearly fucked them over. Politicians who are blatant in their face telling them, we just use you for votes. We just use you for money. I'm not surprised when those same people seem to not care or say anything or think it's a big deal when the government 
makes it clear that they're fucking over individuals. Y'all got straight up flight vibes. Bitch made. Punks. If Elijah McClain was trying to get the cop up off of him because of the struggle, it's because Elijah didn't have flight vibes. Because he can be the sweet, loving, happy, respectable young man that he was and still not be a punk. Shout out to Carton Banks. Not being a punk doesn't mean you a thug. Doesn't mean you're always a threat. Doesn't mean you're not a nice person. Not being a punk simply just means you're not a motherfucking punk. That you stand up for yourself. You fight for yourself. You're going to do whatever you can to keep yourself out of danger. And no, for a fact, I don't believe that shit. And I also don't believe that he reached for the guy's gun. You want to know why? You got a cop saying in that situation saying he did nothing wrong. Police officers all the time scream he got a gun when somebody got their hands up. Police officers all the time scream I feared for my life while somebody's running away. And it just so conveniently happened that all of their body cameras were turned in different directions from the scuffle. Yeah, I. But the cops showed up, as I stated, because they got a call. It wasn't just random. As random as I, I, I said last week, I made it seem as though because it, it was to my understanding, it was that random. Let's get it straight. I wasn't purposely feeding y'all misinformation. It was to my before it was to my understanding that Elijah was just walking home after buying tea uh, for his little brother. Um, the cops just saw him, you know, cops doing what they do, patrol areas and shit, sit around and wait for shit to happen or start shit just because, um, you know, to my understanding, that's what they were doing. They saw him. They wanted to start shit. They did. But they were called because, again, Elijah was loudly uh, singing along to whatever song he was listening to. And dancing, basically. Waving his hands and dancing. Jamming is what I put it as. Because that's what the fuck I do. Not in public, but when I'm in the comfort of my own home, I be jamming. And that's all he was doing was jamming. The person called the cops on him because he was jamming. And then had the nerve to make a statement to come out and say, Elijah did nothing wrong. Elijah did not deserve to die. Well, they didn't make those statements. That was the statements, um, buddy who, the store manager who called the cops on George Floyd made that statement. But in similar fashion, the cop caller make, made, makes it are the cop callers are making public statements in defense of the 
victim that they helped kill or get killed. Yep, blood is on his hands too. His or her hands. They didn't reveal the identity of the person who called the cops on Elijah. And I believe that was done purposely. Either or, it really don't matter to me. The, the, what matters more to me is the simple fact that there's another person who called the cops on somebody. And now they're trying to act as if though it's this whole benevolent racism shit. I was doing something good. I had good intentions with my racism. The cops were the ones are to blame for this situation. Not my benevolent racism. I was doing something good. I was trying to protect myself and the neighborhood from this singing black man. I did not tell the cops to go over and kill him. It wasn't me, sorry. I just called the cops on him because he was black. But I don't mean that in a negative way. I didn't mean that in an offensive way. He was not harming anybody. And again, I just have to stress to you all. I did not tell the cops to kill that young, defenseless harmless man that I call the cops on. Y'all see what I'm getting at here? Whoever this person is, fuck you. Straight up. I'm giving you the same energy I gave the store manager who called the cops on George Floyd and had the nerve to come out and say George Floyd did not deserve what he got. He did nothing wrong. Death was not the, the, the answer to what the cops were called on him for. Nigga, fuck you. You can't be an American. You can't be in this fucking country and not understand the race relations between a cop, the cops and a black man. You can't be here and act as if they're calling the cops on a black man isn't going to result likely in result in that black man being killed, harmed. Get your dumb ass out of here. Same situation goes for the same same thoughts. Goes for the person who called the cops on Elijah. And that's no way, shape, or form am I taking away. Because I know some idiots going to try to argue that. Because they tried to argue that uh, with me when I made that point about George Floyd. That, oh, you're, you're taking it away from the cops and you're... I'm not taking any attention away from the cops. Fuck the motherfuckers. But they were called there in the first place. This wasn't a situation. This Elijah's situation nor George's situation was a situation where the cops just were there and decided to start fucking with them. 
Somebody called the cops. That somebody deserves to be fucked up just like somebody called the cops and they deserve they they they, they deserve this verbal ass whooping. That blood is on their hands as well. Now, as far as all the other excuses, I'm really getting mad. Let me take a sip real quick. All right. As far as the deflective information people are going to bring up, as in... The cops called the EMTs to inject uh, Elijah with some drug uh, that ultimately gave him a heart attack. And they want to place, well, the drug gave him a heart attack. The drug is what killed him, not what the cops did. I'm not going to, we know what deflections are. And if you focus too much on deflective tactics or deflective arguments, strawmans and shit, you're not going to get anywhere and you're going to lose your point. Trust me, I know. I, when, I, when, I, when I speak on these things, I'm speaking from experience, people. That's how I know. That's the only way I know shit is via experience. So if you ever wonder, wow, man, this guy, he, he think he knows everything. He think, I don't think I know everything. But I do know shit that I've experienced. Firsthand experienced. I've mentioned all the time on, on, on this podcast, plenty of times. I only speak on what I've seen myself or secondhand. And the majority of what I speak on is first-hand experience. When it is something that is second-hand, I make it clear. This is something that I saw second-hand. Situations like this, this is a first-hand situation that I saw, that I see. The whole deflective tactics shit, yeah. First-hand. First-hand all the way. I made the mistake all the time for many years that thinking that um falling into these deflective tactics was going to make me was going to uh get my point across when all it did was waste my motherfucking time made me matter and shied away from the original point that I wanted to make so I'm not going to speak on the whole uh aspect of them calling the EMTs because I want to speak on the picture. These these cops were fired. By the way. All three of them. Will they get charged? I'm trying to keep a high hope. I'm trying to keep. keep yeah, again I'm trying to. I'm trying to be more optimistic. Because the. Spiritualists that I follow. Not only want me to be. But. They are a source of inspiration for me to be more optimistic. 
But I got to be honest with myself. I don't think these guys, these these two guys and one female cop, white woman, by the way. So going back to the first topic, you motherfuckers, what y'all going to do, feminists? Who's to blame for this? The two white men? Because she's in that picture smiling with with the two white men. She's just as guilty in the death of Elijah McClain as the two white men. And let's just say the person who called the cops ended up being a white woman. Well, well, she's guilty in a, in a death too. Whether it be a white woman, white man, non-white person. Oh yeah, non-white people. Y'all can be very complicit in the deaths of black men, black women via the police as well. That blood is on your hands as well. It may not be physically on your hands because all you did was pick up a phone and make a call. But you called them to do a job. Whether you specifically told them to go and kill that nigger or not, you called them to do the job. The job was to eliminate the nigger's presence from your fucking uh, uh, peripheral. Out of sight, out of mind. Whether they're guilty or not. Which, in both these situations, Elijah and George's uh, George's situation, the people who called the cops on him saying they weren't guilty of anything. So... The picture that I'm talking about, heck, that might be the that might end up being the picture for this 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 uh yeah yeah the picture that I'm talking about is going to be the picture for this episode. I'm gonna try to fit all three faces in it at once. Uh, pro- I'm sure I could find a photo that can fit all three faces in there at once, but yeah. The picture that I'm talking about is a picture that the three police officers took together near the crime scene of what happened with Elijah McClain. Do these three officers look like people who... First of all, do they look like people who aren't devils? That's number one. Two, do they look like individuals who should, who aren't guilty of a crime, who are remorseful for what they did? Doesn't look like it to me. Once again, rest in peace to Elijah McClain. Hopefully, he does get justice. I want his family, just like Lavinia's family, just like Vanessa's family, just like George Floyd's family, just like Breonna Taylor's family, 
everybody else's family. I want them to keep fighting. Keep their loved one's name in their mouth and everybody's mouth. Keep their loved one's name on their on everybody's mind. So that's all I got to say about that. I'll get into the last and final uh, topic. Stay, stay tuned. All right. Last discussion point topic I wanted to talk about is Michael Hickson. Who is Michael Hickson, you ask? Well, Michael Hickson was a man who uh, paraplegic, I believe, um, who had COVID-19 um, and he was in a hospital for it. And the hospital that he was supposed to be treated at refused to give him food, refused to help him out because in their words, the lead doctor's words were his life was not valuable because he had no quality of life because he couldn't walk. So they just waited till he initially died whether via died of starvation or till COVID took over his body and killed him. Or for whatever reason, they just let him stay in a room till he died. For those who are wondering, yeah, he's a black man, but I don't even think in this situation, well, race always does play a point, so let me not bring that up, but I really think the focal point here in this situation is that this man was handicapped and discriminated against at this hospital and basically said his life does not matter. You know, again, you can bring up the race aspect because we know how these hospitals treat black folks, especially black women. Black women don't feel pain. Black women, uh, when they, um, you you know, are expressing pain or expressing whatever, it's they're not listened to. But the simple fact of the matter is, I think the doctor made it clear that he didn't believe Michael's life mattered, not because he was black, but because he was handicapped. It could be because he was handicapped and blacked, but you know, he basically stressed <laughs> his dumbass, really stressed the aspect of him being handicapped. And well, you know, I didn't do anything to save his life because, well, he's handicapped. And what I'm doing here as a doctor is saving lives of people who can walk, or at least trying to save the lives of people who can walk. That's that's nuts. That's nuts that we have professionals. 
I'm not calling them bad apples. Because the, 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 the reason why I hate the whole... Here the fuck we go. Every fucking day, this fucking car alarm goes off. I don't know how. Ain't nobody else out hitting this shit. I feel like... I'm going to beat the shit out this car. But it goes off for a straight up like... It feels like an hour, but it usually be around... You know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to put y'all through it. Since I go through it every fucking day, y'all going through it right now. Sorry. We're going to sit and wait and see how long this alarm goes off. emitting some sounds of water being pouring. Hopefully that makes it more pleasurable. Oh! How long was that, people? How long was that? About a minute? 30-some? About two minutes, maybe? But every fucking day. Every day. That car is so damn sensitive I feel like a squirrel runs right under it A a, a fucking bird's feather Taps it It's going off for two minutes straight And it feels like ten Whoever it is Fix your fucking car before I fix your face up With a two by four and then break that shit Alright anyways Back to this situation at hand. I'm not as evil as I I might sound, people. I just really get annoyed um, by shit. Plus, I haven't had anything to eat yet, so I'm kind of hangry. But all this situation, this situation here and and the situations I brought up in this this episode, it's really got me riled up, if you couldn't tell. But they had to be discussed, nonetheless. Anyways... What I was saying before, the car that interrupts my thinking daily for two minutes straight. Um, yeah, um, the bad apple situation. I don't like, the reason why I hate that saying is because people, I feel as though people use it to excuse bad behavior. You know, they may think they're calling out the bad behavior of the quote-unquote bad apples that they're talking about but what I really think they're doing is what I see in here when I when when I hear uh, the whole bad apple argument is let's not hold them accountable but let's 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 mention that what bad thing they did and let's not hold them accountable but let's just know that it's a bad thing but not do anything about it Let's identify the problem and not do anything about it. Kind of like what this doctor did with the whole COVID situation. We identified you got COVID, my friend. But we don't care. We're not going to treat you. We're not going to feed you. We're not going to nothing. We're just going to leave you in this room until you die. Whether it's via starvation, whether it's via COVID. We just, I don't know. We're just going to wait until you die. 
Alright? Enjoy the peace and quiet. At least you don't have alarms going off every fucking day for two minutes straight. But he was in a hospital, so and there are cars parked outside, so he may have heard that. Either or, I'm not making light of this situation. Y'all know how I roll. I gotta throw some sarcasm and jokes in between because I'm gonna cry and scream and punch holes in the walls if I don't. So, this is absolutely disgusting. And I think that the entire hospital needs to be held accountable. Not just the doctor or doctors that let this man rot. Yes, they let this man rot. But the mindset that these people have. And these are these are people, this is a respectable occupation. Not to say we shouldn't, because of this one situation or the number of situations, to be honest with you, that we should not respect um, doctors. But hey, y'all keep letting shit like this slide. Y'all, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get the same fate police people got have right now. Fuck the police, and the reason why it's that way is because you don't see enough current police officers, not former cops, current police officers calling out the bullshit. But you do see current medics, physicians, doctors calling out the bullshit malpractices that goes down I do see that hence why I'm not at the level as much as I've seen um fucked up situations like this fucked up situations at the hands of these people who are meant to take care of people the reason why I don't scream you know fuck medical people fuck you know something of that nature Because for every one bad doctor, bad apple, in your fucking language, I see one come out immediately and say, we do not support this. This motherfucker needs to be fired. This motherfucker needs to be charged with shit. How dare the the entire hospital and the fellow nurses, doctors, whoever, how dare they sit and allow this to happen? Other nurses, doctors, surgeons... They immediately come out and say that. You don't see cops doing that. You see former cops, ones who've either been fired and ones who've either been 30, 20 years removed from being a police officer, come out and say, yeah, man, well, what, what the cops do is fucked up. And I'm not saying I'm not grateful for them for doing so, but you're not in the force anymore. And were you even arguing what you're arguing now when you was a cop? Because that makes a big difference. When you were one of them, were you on their side or were you really on the side of the people? I see doctors who are still currently one of them calling out doctors. Hence why I'm not screaming fuck the docs. You know? It's, it's sad. It's messed up. 
the goal that this guy had though to come out and say this guy's life didn't matter and it's like it just goes to prove that not everybody who got a degree not everybody who got a a prestigious title not all of them are good people you know shit look at scientists these motherfuckers out here got all the degrees in the world got all the prestigious titles and still want to experiment on people vaccines and shit so I don't get fooled by the title I don't get fooled by the professional name and stuff granted I do think that we shall listen to the professionals but the professionals who actually um are spewing unbiased uh information and even if you are listening to the professionals I still encourage everybody to go out and do the research on your own and I mean all the research the research that supports what you say that goes against what you you say or what you're thinking I should just say that's when you should make a decision after you've looked at both sides of the argument and 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 find out which one th- it looks more credible than the what side looks more credible than the other side via the facts of course that were presented if facts are even being presented if you looking at sources and nothing of facts is being presented stop looking at the source it's just an opinion piece and sure you can read opinion pieces because I'm someone who writes opinion pieces but I present opinion pieces as my opinion. And I let it be clear all the time as my opinion. And sure, I use stats and I use all uh, uh, all this other things within it. And then I say, these are stats here. And this is my opinion about this situation. And these are the stats that uh, led to the discovery of my opinion. Okay. So, that's all I got to say about this situation. Rest in peace to Michael Hickson. I want um, all handicapped folks to be treated like people because they fucking are people. That's number one. I'm really disgusted by how this man is treated. I know the uh, disabled community, a handicapped community, hopefully I'm not sounding real ignorant as shit if I did uh, I apologize please uh, tell me what the you know the politically correct name for that community is I don't think political political correctness is bad all the time people this is one of those times I don't want to be politically incorrect when addressing a community of people that I consider that I want to be an ally of because I'm an able-bodied man um, and I've seen the mistreatment of of handicapped people and I don't like the mistreatment whether it be the the uh, you know stories again I, I speak on what I know from experience of what I've seen Fam- stories from family members stories from other handicapped folks um, 
grew up with a friend who had like an uncle we used to help around because he was handicapped. Uh, this beautiful young girl in middle school I went to middle school with, uh, she had to walk with two crutches. Um, she was a real good friend of mine. Um, I saw the mistreatment she got. So that community is a community that I feel very strongly about. Uh, like many other communities out there who suffer mistreatment in general. Um, and I just view them all as people. And I think that's why they fuck with me. It's because I don't treat them any differently. I didn't treat the girl any differently. I was just as <laughs> comfortable. I wasn't comfortable talking to girls, but I was real comfortable talking to her because she was just really nice. And of course, she was really pretty to me, but you know, she was just really nice at the end of the day. And I spoke to her like I spoke to everyone else I was comfortable with. We were just friends, but you know, I spoke to her the same way I was comfortable with any other of my friends in middle school. Only difference between her and them that I saw, well, obviously I saw her handicapped. I don't want to sound like this. I didn't see in color. No, I, I saw her, her disability. I saw that. I didn't treat her any differently, any less. And I wasn't nicer to her or wasn't meaner to her because of it. But the difference that I paid more attention to was she was my only, well, one of the two. She was one of the only two female friends I had in middle school. So, yeah. And the other one that was a female was because she was the cousin of a male friend that I had in middle school. So, that's that. But that'll be the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, time stamps in the description box below as stated before. Listen to whatever topic you want to listen to. Listen to five minutes, ten minutes. I prefer if you listen to the whole damn episode, but just a simple listen is appreciated from me. If you want to continue supporting this podcast freely, you can by sharing this episode, sharing this podcast, subscribing to this podcast if you're not already subscribed. Therefore, you won't miss episodes. Be one of the first ones that listens to episodes as well. And also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave a rating. Preferably the highest rating possible, but I'm not going to tell you what to rate it and what to say and how to rate it, but I would appreciate the rating. It does help out with what I need to improve on with the episodes. It also just helps spread the word as well. So if you can do that and all the other things, that's great. If you want to support monetarily as you can. Hit that support tab wherever you listen to this podcast. If you cannot find it anywhere, that's fine. Description box below will be a link to my PayPal and my Cash App name. Any amount in any avenue is greatly appreciated. You can do that. You can do the free option. You can do a mixture of both. Have at it. I just would really appreciate the support. Until next time. Until next episode, stay black if you are black, stay beautiful. 
all black lives matter. Yes, and I really do mean all black lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. And I'm out. Peace.